friend. Hey, friend. Let's pray. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just come first telling you thank you. Thank you for getting us to December. Lord God, we love you so much and we know that you have everything under control. So for every listening ear that is inclined to us right now, we just ask that you will just cover them with your love and make them feel protected and cared for. Lord, if they've lost loved ones, we know the holiday seasons are here. So we ask that you will give them comfort, Lord God. And just continue to remind them how much you care for them and that you care for their loved one as well. Lord, we thank you for every listener of this podcast and we appreciate you being right in the middle of it. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Amen. So the Jasmine T, I know you have something good to tell me. Of course I do. (laughs) So... Um, I am not by any means a Beyonce stan, you know, like I have never had a um, membership card to the Beehive, but you right, know, right. I do love Bee. I do, I do respect her hustle. So True. this good news is like in the Beyonce ambiance, but mm. it's really about another lovely black woman that she helped get some limelight as well. So okay. back in October, Beyonce launched her latest Ivy Park line. Um, with like a myriad of colors and jumpsuits and hats and all the lovely things. And she was also on the cover of British Vogue. And so mm-hmm. that's like a lovely honor. But after being asked to be on the cover, she also came back around and said, okay, sure, but I want another Black woman to take my photo. Thanks, sis. Okay, and the woman who got to take that photo is 21-year-old Kennedy Carter. And she made history by becoming the youngest photographer to shoot a cover for British Vogue. That is so dope. British Vogue has been around for 104 years. And she is the youngest photographer, period. So black, white, you know, red or yellow, black or white. She's the youngest, period. Right, (laughs) right. (laughs) And Kennedy describes Beyonce's work as um, showcasing overlooked beauties of the black experience. And she was very honored by this opportunity because she didn't feel like she was qualified enough. She felt like I'm super young. I've been doing this photography thing, but this is such like an iconic moment that it would be given to someone who's had more experience or just more like a vet in the game. You know, if you see that day, you would think that like you shot other celebrities or you've had Mm -hmm. work on other notable publications. And another thing I thought was interesting about it was that Kennedy said photography wasn't even like her all my life, I wanted to be a photographer. It wasn't like right. that. She picked up photography in high school because she thought the class was going to be easy, um, and it wasn't. <laughs> and so okay, the story that talent, <laughs> right? That challenge inspired her though to be like, "Oh, okay, I need to, you know, like I want to figure this out." And so she continued on with it, and lo and behold, now she's wow. going to shoot Beyonce. So before her, the youngest artists to shoot um, and have a cover of British Vogue were Irvin Penn and David Bailey, who were 26 and 23, respectively. So she's like two years younger. Wow, man. Youngest person. Hmm. Oh, that's just so cool. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm still, I'm really marveling over this, that something that started off as a hiccup mm-hmm. ended up being an exceptional opportunity. Mm-hmm. I agree. She being ready, you know? <laughs> right. Family told here. Um, Kennedy is an African-American studies major at the University of North Carolina at Greensboro. And she said that Beyonce, Beyonce was just so, so kind during her shoot. And she really appreciated her willingness to like 
kind of live out Kennedy's vision. Like Beyonce yeah. didn't walk in and be like, all right, I'm going to put my left foot on green, my right foot on red, and you're going to click. <laughs> she um, let Kennedy, you know, kind of put her in the mood. Yeah. Let her vision shine through on the cover. So that's just like, you know, from artist to artist here, it's like, sounds like a lovely little collaboration. And since we're still living our life in quarantine, um, Kennedy didn't get to like go out on the streets and celebrate, but she did say that her and her family, who live in Carolina, had a um, nice bonfire to like celebrate her victory and that she's like looking forward to more opportunities. That's so cool. I'm just really, <laughs> I'm just thinking like, oh my gosh, you never know where God's going to put you. You don't. And you just have to make sure you're ready. Like that's really what I got from all of that. <laughs> you just yeah. have to we'll make room for you. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. That's just, see, you always bring it. I'm just saying. Nah. Bring it. <laughs> and don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with the bottom line where the jasmine tea tells us how to be present in the present trust me you do not want to miss all of these gems that she's going to drop all right cj wade it is time for the bottom line it is yes it is time for the bottom line so (laughs) as we're heading on out of 2020 here Oh, yes, we heading on out. Happy to be on the final little stretch. Oh, my. Um, But as we head out of 2020 in the month of December here, it just makes me think of how we're always so, like, next year minded. Yeah. Basically, once Halloween hit, you know, that's when people start thinking about next year, what I'm going to do, how I'm going to come back and be better, Mm -hmm. um, setting goals for 2021, reflecting on the year and such. But, like, 2020 ain't over yet. We're still it's very really much here. <laughs> and the present is very much a present. Like, yes. uh, as the always in hot water, Kanye West said, you know, my present, you know, we say my present is a blessing. Did he say something about Even Dobby feels some kind of way about that. Like, he really is not, yeah. not feeling it. <laughs> He's reminding you to stay where you're at in this present, current moment in time. Um, but yeah, just because we're always kind of like taking the present for granted once we make it to the end of the year, yeah. I just wanted to spend some time talking about um, why it's valuable to still be grateful for the time that you have in this moment mm-hmm. and kind of throughout the rest of the year, like the rest of December, whatever we have left here. And what do we do when we think about the future and it's not really like what we expected in 2019 right we were looking at 2020 like it's about to go down everything's about to be lit oh my many plans but then it wasn't like that and so (laughs) while i hope 2021 is just all types of awesome sauce what if it is right so as we talk about staying in the present here and the present being a present why do you feel like it's valuable um to be conscious and grateful of the present moment like you're here and now yeah I think that just thinking about the future so much brings so much unnecessary anxiety I can't speak for anybody else but that's been my downfall growing up mm-hmm. you know I don't I don't deal with it anymore but I used to just real real bad I mean I would just constantly be worrying about the future. Well, what about this? And what about that? And what if this doesn't happen? What if that doesn't happen? Well, I got to start this because otherwise I won't have that later. And mm-hmm. I just, oh, I just got sick of it. It's <laughs> like, this is yeah. not working, you know? And then the Holy Spirit just really guided me 
So that way that part of my soul could just quiet down by having me read Matthew chapter six, where he talks about how, you know, the lilies of the field, you know, they basically chilling and <laughs> the birds just <laughs> chill. The trees just chill. Like all of God's creation, just they live for that moment. And while I'm not saying be reckless, you know, but I'm saying that they don't worry they don't sit there and go, oh, no, what about my nest for tomorrow? <laughs> you know, they just don't. And they do pretty okay. And um, one time during my quiet time, I was walking and I saw the dew in the morning on the grass. And it was so hot. It was like during the summer, super mm-hmm. duper hot down here in wonderful, uh, humid Alabama. And <laughs> I saw all that dew on the grass, no matter how hot it was, there was dew on the grass that morning. And I heard the Lord say, just as clear as day, he said, I always take care of my creation. Mm -hmm. And I remember just thinking, that's so true, because I didn't put that water there. And God made science. I don't care what nobody says. <laughs> so even though science, quote unquote, can say, oh, that's just because of condensation and the atmospheric pressure. Okay, well, who made that? Okay, thanks. So, <laughs> um, but when I saw that on the grass, knowing that it was so hot and knowing that it was like going to be an almost 100 degree day, but yet there was still water, in, in a sense, on the ground for the birds. The birds were literally going through the grass and just kind of bobbing and weaving through it like hey (laughs) we take this bath you know and I just I just got settled in my spirit so those were two instances where I feel like God reminded me or taught me rather that the future is the future and there's only so much of it you can control so the more you try to think of the controlling part of the future the more anxiety you're just going to have and you're gonna miss out on the cool stuff in the present you're gonna miss out on the stuff that you really should be putting value in. Yeah, very true. Um, when I think about why the present is a present, um, it makes me conscious of how often I discredit my present because I'm always looking for um, the future because the future mm-hmm. in my mind holds what I don't have. So kind of how, like how you were talking about worrying and being concerned about the future and yeah. God going to take care of me. Like I can be very future minded because in the future now, you know, in my lovely little imagination, um, <laughs> I have more of the finances I want or I may have better health benefits. I may have, you know, careers have flourished in some magnificent way. So the future just always looks so rosy and shiny and just, you know, glittery and things. Um, but it makes me discredit the beauty of like right here in this moment today like I take for granted the health I have right now the friends I have right now what I can do with my finances right now or how God is providing for me in spite of in this moment you know like I discredit my small beginnings because I'm so focused on everything that I want and what I imagine they could be yeah Um, but the present is very much a present because honestly no man knows the day or the hour. Like I may never reach this future that I'm imagining in my head or I could choke on a cough drop in the middle of the night and be out of here, you know? (laughs) So (laughs) we're not going to write that on the Christmas list. We just saying. (laughs) Yes. No, I I don't want to. (laughs) Not asking to choke on any cough drops, but just, you know, you can be out of here. Yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. In terms of like, 
imagining what's next. Like I know a lot of our listeners may be thinking or already getting their goals and idealists down for 2021. So in regards to how 2020 kind of came in and played a game on us, listen, what <laughs> words of wisdom might you have if they enter like 2021? Like, okay, guys, we're not saying don't be excited. However, should 2021 not turn out how you may be expecting it to be or whatever? How can you temper your expectations, you know, to not try to make it seem like 2020 was just a whole waste or a wash of a year? Mm -hmm. You know, how can you set yourself and your mindset up heading into 2021? Yeah, I think one thing we can do is just make sure we put God at the center of it all. Mm. If we put God at the center, I really believe that we'll be able to tackle whatever 2021 will have for us. And I guess the million dollar question is, well, how do you put God at the center when you don't know what to put him in the center of, you know? <laughs> but one thing that is for sure is that we know that we have right now. You know, the famous quote says, all we have is now. And it's true, we really do. All we have is right now. So I would say, put your bank in what you have now, but plan for the future but don't just put your bank in the future. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. I know that there are people I care about that I was unable to see this year, physically mm -hmm. see. So all year, I'm making sure that my people are right. You know, hey, how you doing? What's going on? So that's something I can do now. I don't have to wait until I take a trip across the world or across the country to then put my eyes on them and then check that off my list. Mm -hmm. No, there's, there's technology. We can, we can work around it for right now. And we can actually use phones for what phones are used for, which are phone calls. We can do <laughs> Um, So I'm just saying, like, there are things we can do now that we can put our bank in for the things that are of value. So yeah. I do think it's important to plan and have goals. And trust me, I know I know I had some 2020 goals and <laughs> some of those goals were met. Some of them were yeah. super amazing <laughs> in terms of being exceeded. Mm -hmm. And then some just crashed and burned. I was like, yeah, so that ain't happening. Um, yeah. But it's one of the things where, you know, you have to, know where your anchor is. And so even though some of the things that I wanted to have happened or I professed it and I claimed it and I said it and it. it did not transpire, mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that nothing transpired. Right. You know? I mean, God still made sure I didn't go hungry and starve and I didn't have anything to eat for four or five months. Mm -hmm. You know, even though I had to close my business um, for some months during the summer, mm -hmm. I still had my bills taken care of. I still had blessings I didn't know were coming, mm -hmm. you know, so that was, that was awesome. Uh, I got some new clients that came in. I didn't know them. They didn't know me, <laughs> but now they're regulars. So, you know, I really cannot say that, oh, 2020 was just horrible to me. Yeah. I can't say that in full faith. Was it not what I envisioned? Absolutely. But what I can't say is that I can just throw it all in the trash. And so yeah. I know for me, when it comes to words of wisdom, as far as how to plan for the future, is just remember where the valuable stuff is. Remember where the good stuff is. The good stuff is with people you love, people you care about, making sure you okay, <laughs> making sure you keep yourself together as much as possible, stay prayed up, keep that prayer life snatched, okay? 
make sure that you're not going all off the deep end because you don't have a clear path for 2021. Does it make sense? Like, I feel like that's not, that's not going to help. Just put the bank in the things that matter and then you just plan for the future. That way you at least have a plan and you're working towards the goal, but now your full hope, faith, and trust (laughs) isn't in the goal. It's in the now. Yeah, God is still with us in the wilderness. And I feel like 2020 may have felt like a lot of wilderness for everyone since our goals or our just idea of our way of life just kind of got shook up so much. Um, And we're currently in a state where the pandemic just seems to have no end. Um, Mm -hmm. Don't know when we may be able to walk outside safely without a mask again. Um, So it's just kind of like... I hope y'all wearing your mask. Just chill out. I really hope y'all wearing your mask. Cold and flu season around here in these streets. Okay. And get your life together so we can all have this nice summer and keep moving. (laughs) So, I mean, yeah. So when you think about planning for 2021 or, you know, what you maybe have to be excited about, it may still look like a wilderness. Mm -hmm. Um, But that doesn't mean that God isn't with you. What does Psalm 23 say? Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because you are with me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's looking a little dark, you know, it's looking like a shadow. It's okay, but he's with you. He's with you. Um, but like, like you said, make sure that he try your best to put God at the center of it. Um, because we're still able to do things. And it's been a lot of adjustment. That too. Yeah. Like, I feel like 2020 may have pulled some things out of you that you didn't even know you had because you didn't need them before this moment in time, you know? Mm. So like, it's kind of a iron sharpening iron moment where in this case the iron was the situation not necessarily a person but Mm -hmm. it definitely sharpened us and made us pull out some skills whether that was time management or self-reflection like you probably had to spend a lot of time with yourself this year so how honest have you been with yourself whether that's been about your habits or your relationships like We've had a great deal of time to be introspective. I know I can now add like Bob the Builder to my resume. I've had to put together <laughs> lots of packages from Amazon and um, got a few different other handy dandy skills from just being around here at the house by myself. Um, but I wasn't expecting it. Like I've had to learn how to like entertain myself more. So whether that was like puzzles or coloring sheets or painting and stuff. Yeah. Like, I've had to learn how to like mildly enjoy as best I can working out in my living room you Mm -hmm. know so it brought out some different skills in me that I wasn't necessarily I didn't really see value in in the beginning I was just like oh god why am I suffering this sucks Um, but his ways are not our ways his thoughts are not our thoughts his plans aren't our plans so you know um, now I can look back and go oh okay well now I do know how to work a screwdriver in this way Um, now I can say that you know, I can find some good workouts at home, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Um, So I also encourage you guys to take a look back over the year and find your joy, find your growth, you know, Mm -hmm. take some time as you sit down. And I know, you know, maybe focus on next year and all that, but what are the gems that you realize you have in this present moment here that you've acquired over the year? Yeah, I think that's so important because then that forces you to be in the present. It forces you to say, okay, well, I may not have had this, but I do have this, Mm -hmm. you know, I do have that, or I did experience that, and the truth is, we really do not know 
<laughs> what next year is going to look like. We just don't know. Just like we didn't know what this one's going to look like. So what we don't need to do is get into a state of depression um, because it's not the perfect picture. Mm-hmm. You know, we we can't sit there and say, oh, well, all the colors are not in the lines and it's not perfect. <laughs> so therefore, it's just horrible and it's trash. And it's like, no, we really don't know what 2021 is going to look like. So yeah. let's just make sure that we are grabbing those gems and holding on to them um, for dear life because it really is life-giving to focus on the present and I figure the way I look at it God gifts us with the day so what better way of worship than to show him how much we appreciate that gift you know what better way of worship is to show him you know what I'm going to maximize this as much as possible. I'm going to enjoy a sunset. One time I pulled over on the interstate and I just sat and watched the sunset because it gave me joy. The colors were so pretty. It was just amazing. And I was like, I really don't want to miss this. By the time I get home, it's going to be gone. Yeah. <laughs> so I pulled over and I just watched and I kept trying to take a picture of that blasted thing. And it just was not doing it justice. And I was was like, Lord, it's just going to have to be in the recesses of my mind somewhere. Mm -hmm. But moments like that are what you can feed off of when the anxiety of the future tries to encroach upon you. Mm -hmm. Um, We really can't take this life for granted. And I think if nothing else, we have definitely learned that this year. We can't take this life for granted. Definitely. (laughs) So... Hopefully, there is something that we've said that will remind you to plan for the future, but just don't put your stock in it, you know? <laughs> don't put yeah. your stock in it. <laughs> I um, agree. Got to make sure we don't miss out on what's happening right now. If you have a niece or a nephew, call them, you know? If you can, play with them, and depend upon how you all need to be distant, depend on what's going on, you know, it's your all situation. Mm-hmm. If you can see them and play with them, do it. If they need your help with some schoolwork, do it. (laughs) You know, just those are the moments that will remain after everything else is gone. Those are the moments that we have, that there are opportunities, golden opportunities that we can really just grab and hold on to even when things seem really rocky. So, yeah, I hope that helps. That was good. That was good all the way down to the bottom line of it i think you really did i think you did i think you did well you always come with it the jasmine t i'll be having to you know make sure my brain cells ready so <laughs> okay. i appreciate it <laughs> okay guys you stick around we are going to be right back with our crown check where cj wade is going to tell you all about keeping your heart in contentment and not troubled as you look ahead Hi, CJ Wade here. Did you know that Queens Be Like podcast is on Facebook and Instagram? Our handle on both places, it's Queens Be Like PC. That's P as in pod, C as in cast. Look forward to seeing you there. But in the meantime, don't move. The show's coming back on.
All right, we are back. And for this crown check, we are looking at John chapter 14, verse 1, which states, Don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust also in me. Mm. As a pastor's kid, I heard this verse a lot Mm. when it came to funerals. It was the one that people read whenever they were trying to console the family. And what I always thought about was how caring Jesus was to his disciples, to know that their hearts were even troubled in the first place, to know that they had questions, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. hey, what's going on? Hey, where are you going? What you talking about? You keep getting ready to leave. What 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 is what do you mean? <laughs> well, show us the father. I mean, Philip talks about that in chapter 14. He's like, well, show us the father. He's like, oh, you know, <laughs> the father's in me. I'm in him. Like we've been we've been going through this now. Looking at him. <laughs> you know, so I think about how he understands that our minds are are susceptible. <laughs> to worry and anxiety and wondering <laughs> and hoping. And so as we talk today about the future and how to be present in the present and how the present is a gift, I just want to remind you all to straighten your crown and remember that you have a God that cares. You have a God that pays attention to your heartstrings. And yeah. if they seem like they are reverberating a little bit too much, he pays attention and says, hey, it's okay. Don't let your heart be troubled. You know, you trust in God. And a lot of times we do. We trust in God. We say, you know, God got it. God got it. God got me. But sometimes we forget that we also have to trust in Jesus as our savior. Mm-hmm. And Jesus as our savior was God wrapped in flesh. And that love wrapped in flesh is what gives us the comfort in knowing that God cares about us. He cared enough about us to bring Jesus down to us through humanity. So that way we would have an example and we would have a direct contact as it relates to feeling the love of God, that God wouldn't feel so intangible, but that he would be right there. He would be Emmanuel, God with us. So queendom and even some men that are in the queendom here. Hey. We just want to make sure that you remember that you can trust in God. You can trust in him. Nothing catches him by surprise. And we are only here today because he's given us peace that can Mm -hmm. be felt in the midst of any storm. So straighten that crown, okay? Tighten up that tie, brush off them cufflinks, do what you got to do, and just make sure you remember to stay at peace because you can put all of your trust and hope in God, okay? Amen. Amen. Y'all stay well out there. Listen, hey there, we know you've got the juice on something good that is happening in your community. And it is not very friendly if you don't tell us about it. So here's what you can do. Slide in our DMs at PC, or send us an email at queensbelikepodcast at gmail.com so we can share that goodness with the whole wide world. Don't you think we could use that right now? And no news is insignificant. Remember. We're all friends here, right? Um, we better be. So tell us all the things that made you feel excited or loved or special. I mean, or all three. We'll pass it along like a Queens only group text. That's right.
So with that said, chins lifted, crowns up. Bye, Bye friends. friends.